Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Morning Markets. Today, I'll focus in on the ongoing strength in the US economy from data on Friday, look at what the Bank of Japan have done, and then look at the week ahead. So firstly, looking at the strength of US economic data over the past couple of weeks, that certainly has been evidence. And we got some more detail around that on Friday when we look at the Fed's preferred measure of inflation, that being personal consumption expenditure, or PCE, um, a much shorter way to think about it. What we saw there was ongoing evidence that the deflation that we've been experiencing in the US continues. If we look at that headline number from Friday, what could we see? We could see a 4.1% number there. More importantly, if we strip out the effect of housing on that, we could see a further deceleration and that coming to an increase of 3.3% on an annualized basis. So really highlighting ongoing strength in the US economy in fact, influenced by that disinflation theme that we're seeing. Alongside that, we saw evidence that that inflationary pressure on salaries continues to decrease as well, and that was coming in at 4.6% from 5% at the end of the first quarter. So again, very supportive there. I think other things to think about from Friday was just a subtle change from the Bank of Japan in terms of their interest rate policy. We know that in contrast to many other economies, the Bank of Japan have been more positive in terms of the inflation backdrop because it's allowed that economy to come out of deflation. What can we see from Friday? A subtle change to that policy, allowing the, the band to slightly widen, but not moving away from their process of yield curve control as it's known. I think then, just focusing in on the week ahead, a couple of key things for us to think about here. We get ongoing reporting from the S&P 500 companies with second quarter results and first half results from companies here in the UK and Europe. In the US, we have another 25% of companies reporting. That will continue to give us a great insight into demand trends, but also how these economies and businesses are coping with that inflation backdrop, how it's translating into prices, and ultimately how that's influencing the volume that the companies are selling. Economic data this week very much focused in on two things, really, I think. The Bank of England and what we will get from, from the MPC on Thursday. Expectations that we'll not see what we saw last month in terms of the 0.5% increase, but a 0.25% increase on interest rates. In the US, we'll have unemployment data on Friday, being the first Friday of the month. Again, crucial to see how that evolves, to think about then what that might mean for Federal Reserve policy. Bringing that all together then, this morning we've had Asia data from China, and that continues to show that ongoing challenge that we have, a very slow recovery in the Chinese economy, probably puts further pressure on to the government and the People's Bank of China to come up with some more policies to support the return of economic activity in China. And that probably takes us right back to where we started the, the discussion this morning. The contrast between the world's two largest economies, the strength of that in the US at this point in time, contrasted with that weaker experience that we're having from China. I'll leave it there for today, but please do join us again tomorrow.